So this is my confession because I didn't say like a ton of glowing things about you yesterday and let you talk about yourself. I am going to say some things about you today, but really what happened is that you had put in your Insta stories, if you recall, the um, make an assumption box. Oh yeah. Yeah. And my assumption was I am your best friend. And that was a glowing (laughs) opportunity for you to post a thousand cute photos of me. And did you? No, not a one. So my bitterness overrode my goodwill. I'm sorry. (laughs) I didn't even respond to it. That's the worst thing. I saw it like days later. Well, if you saw it days later, then I guess it's fine. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. It's it's more than saying sorry. Okay. (laughs) Okay, here we go. Hi, I'm Melinda Poitras, and you are listening to He Said, She Said, The One with Books and Bros. <laughs> the One with Books and Bros, where I would like to make an amendment to a statement that I stated last podcast. Cynthia, who is here with me today, is willing to meet some of the bros that have been first and foremost approved by me. So I did want to say that um, at the outset of part two of this podcast, I didn't really talk a lot about Cynthia last time. And I would like to say that um, Cynthia, who is my baby girl and one of my dearest friends, is someone that I'm very, very proud of. And I'm just so grateful for the life that she is living for God's kingdom and just her strength and her commitment to service and her heart for God's people and her beautiful words and her beautiful face. So welcome to the podcast, Cynthia Cummings. Wow, I'm going to weep like words of affirmation overflow. (laughs) Thank you. No need, no need to weep. I feel like we should clarify also, just because we're a little worried about the last podcast, that we do... A, love all our married friends. Yes. Um, and B, love our lives. So yeah, we love our single that. friends too. Yes. All the friends are loved by us. And there is a lot to be said, I think, and this is not what the podcast is about today, but there is a lot to be said about uh, the single life. And I was going to say, just, I wanted to speak a word to settling down though. Um, I was thinking about this this morning and it's not a perfect analogy, but I was thinking about when I moved here and I was so desperate not to be tied down to anything. Like I wanted to be gone all the time. I wanted um, my freedom. It was so important to me to live my gloriously free life of travel. And just recently in 2019, really, I took a full-time job and actually um, kind of started to settle in here and to decorate and to um, fully be committed to this community. And since then, my life has only gotten richer. I have had, ironically, more opportunities to travel since then. Um more opportunities to speak and minister than ever before. And not only that, but I just love it to become home and I just love to be at home. And when I could be anywhere else in the world, I love to be in my living room 
on a Sunday night and that comes with being attached that comes with being tied down to a place and I wouldn't trade it for anything so I just think that there's beauty to be found in any season that you're in I did want to say that yes <laughs> you are blooming where you are planted mm -hmm. yes and um, we did want to go into I say we apparently me and the mouse in my pocket um, <laughs> a few <laughs> a few um, practical tips, I guess, and practical yes. points um, for blooming where you are planted. Obviously, um, this is the season that Melinda, you and I are both in, and uh, we are not singles experts, nor are we uh, marital experts, counselors. No. Uh, well, I would say we're not authors. You're an author. Um, I am not. Um, but we do have a couple things that we want to talk about today just regarding practicality and um, ways to actively wait i guess yeah. you could say it that way mm -hmm. and um so i have a few things and then melinda i know that you have a few or one or some <laughs> as well um but the first the first one first and foremost what i wanted to say and this kind of flows over to many areas of life, like mm -hmm. spiritually, um, career-wise, all kinds of areas, um, is to find a mentor. Find someone who um, has walked the path before you. Find someone whose marriage you admire. Yeah. Um, someone who, in your eyes, is, is, is being, um, being the kind of spouse that you think uh, you would want to be or has the, the things that you would like to emulate. And for me, this person was kind of just um, put into my life, I guess, by the hand of God. And um, that is my pastor. My pastor has a large voice in my life, as he should. Um, but he has uh, deterred me from many things and kept me from um, many seasons of pain and um, has allowed me room to grow, um, but also has spoken many things into my life and um, put up many guardrails, I guess, saying, do this, don't do this. I'm going to tell you not to do this, but if, if you want to do it, it's your choice. Uh, lots of things like that. So find somebody who you can trust. Find somebody who you're going to listen to mm. because Melinda knows this. I'm going to do what I want to do. Mm. And the Lord is slowly and steadily pounding that out of me. Um, and so find somebody who you are going to listen to and find somebody who has your best interest as well. That's, that's yeah. very important. Um, but at, that kind of segues into the second one. And that is, um, if I could call it anything, I would say like creating a barrier um, and that sounds a little strange, but my pastor actually kind of walked me into this. When I first moved to Mississippi, uh, he looked at me and he said, Cynthia, you have too many bros as friends. He said, you have too many. And he said, if you are wanting to be married, if you're going to be married, you're going to have to put some of those friendships to the side. And I remember being so offended. And I was like, these are my friends. You know, these are people who have come to the side of the road, fixed my car, 
like been there for me. I'm not just going to cut them off. And he said, no, don't, don't cut them off. He said, but you're not calling them up all the time and talking to them. They're not calling you up all the time talking to you because once you become married, that can't happen. And so I think it's very important to um, be very selective, the voices that you allow to come into your life. Mm. And uh, that, that can go in sort of a practical way, for instance, and I'm not saying that you need to do this, uh, but if you feel that you need to do this, then by all means, um, over Christmas break, I deleted over 400 numbers from my phone, 400 contacts. And I know some people are out there like, I don't even have 400 contacts in my phone. I'm going to delete everybody's numbers. Um, it was good for me. That was a good step for me mm -hmm. um, to say, you know what? I can, I can put some of these things to rest. I can put, and, and not all of them were bros. Let me, let me go out there and not go through and delete 400 guys' phone numbers for my phone because I don't know that I have that many. Mm -hmm. um, but making that separation was, was important for me. And it was a big step for me, Melinda. I know we've, we've talked about it personally, um, but it was a big step for me. But also um, with that barrier, just being very protective of yourself of what you um what you show to people that was a hard concept for me um i thought that if i was an open book that people would trust me more mm. and honestly that's just the opposite people aren't going to trust me enough or as much with their information if they feel like I will show them everything, you know, my entire life story. And so just being, um, being a little secretive, you know, being a little, um, this is my information and I'm going to keep it to myself. I'm going to keep, um, my business, my business. And then one last thing, um, like a super practical application. Um, and again, this is, this is something that has helped me something that, I have put in place in my own life. Um, and actually our good friend, our good bro Chase uh, hit on this a couple episodes ago. Uh, so shout out to Chase. Um, but I have taken the initiative to um, begin the process with covenant eyes and um, to put those boundaries in place for myself. And um, for me, it was, the aspect or the thought of, you know what, I'm going to put these precautions in place now before I'm married um, rather than wait until I get married and then say, okay, now you're my accountability partner, husband, like you are the one that is going to keep me accountable. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Um, but I wanted to make sure that, that some things were set in stone before I even entered marriage there's going to be enough things that we don't agree on. There's going to be enough things that we have to discuss and, you know, choose how we're going to land, I guess, um, on different opinions and, um, I guess, uh, purity and uh, being honest and being open and upfront with, with one another. I, I just didn't feel like that needed to be um, one that we had to walk that road with or had to struggle Mm -hmm. Yeah, had to struggle with. Um, 
but I, I will say, and Melinda, you, you taught me this one, um, <clears throat> how to love people uniquely. And that's not something that I really have like a practical, like, yes, you can go to love.com. Please don't go to love.com. No, because I, I don't know. I don't know. I what's like on love. Would, com. I feel like I would get an email from Covenant Eyes. <laughs> yeah, please do not go to love.com because I don't know what's on there. But I like, you know, you can't just Google like, how do I love people properly? Mm -hmm. um, I really feel like that is something that you have to pray about and, um, and seek the face of God for just because everybody is different and everybody is unique. Um, personally, the Lord has been raking me over the coals uh, just the past couple months about how I speak to myself. Not even loving other people, but how much I love myself. And the Lord, as, as much as he could look me directly in the eyes, looked me directly in the eyes and said, if I can't trust you to speak well about yourself, I cannot trust you to speak well about your spouse. Mm. And so working on loving people, praying, you know, God, how do I love Melinda today? How do I love? my brother Tyler today? How do I love my sister-in-law, Amanda, who was also on your podcast? Mm -hmm. uh, how do I love her today? And Lord, how do I love myself today? Because I do want to be the best version of myself, like we talked about last episode. Mm -hmm. Yes. Oh, that is so good. Speaking of your relationship with yourself, I think I, you're right. I only had one thing to share. So in the some or several or one category, um, I really only have the one. But um, And I've talked about it a little on the podcast before, but not the reason why it started. Last year, I heard this song, which I don't know if I've sent to you, um, called Steady by someone someone named Peabod. Okay. Oh, okay. And I, you need to listen to this, but... I listened to this song and it's just, is talking about um, the attributes that he's found in uh, the person that he shares his life with, the woman that he shares his life with. And you know how there'll be those memes that, um, that'll be like, this could be us, but you play in, you know, or <laughs> yeah. the, the one that we love, it's like, this could be, be us, but I don't run and you don't exist. Um, <laughs> but it was just like the Lord kind of gently spoke to me. Um, like this could be you, but you're playing. And mm -hmm. I really began to think about my ability to be steady on the surface for so many people. But at the end of the day, if I'm coming home with someone who like really, really knows me, am I steady? Am I secure in who I am? Am I secure in the Lord at the level that I could really, really be the support to someone that I would need to be. And the answer to this was no. So enter therapy and, um, my beautiful, and my beautiful Christian counselor who is helping me sort through all the pieces of me so that I can really own my real estate. Now, Kevin Howard was at our church this last weekend and Shockingly, he talked about this, not about me being in therapy to be steady for my future <laughs> husband, but he did though. He talked about owning your real estate and how he does not love getting in front of people and talking, but he takes yeah. care of that um, 
with the Lord and with himself before he gets up in front of people to give a choir clinic because it's not our problem. That's his problem. And he's mm. talking about owning your real estate. And I just thought that was so great. And I identified with it so much. And I don't want the person that I'm going to love most in life to have to pick up the tab for yeah. things that someone else has broken or, yeah. um, things that should be my responsibility. There are things as far as security goes that I'm only ever going to find in Jesus that mm -hmm. I need to get sorted out. So mm -hmm. that was my thing that I wanted to share. It's not your podcast, Cynthia, but would you like to wrap <laughs> up? Sure. Mm -hmm. Sure. Um, <laughs> so glad that I had this all planned. Yes, I'm uh, being put on the spot. Yes. So this has been Melinda Poitras and mm -hmm. Cynthia Cummings uh, with talking about singleness and waiting and therapy <laughs> and uh, Ferraris. Well, that was last week, but last Ferraris. Week. Let's all, I think this is what I'm supposed to say. Oh, yeah, here we Let's go. Let's all keep getting better mm -hmm. at being single yes or being married come on spouses let's, let's oh, stick yeah. with your game <laughs> let's all keep getting better all around together cue the music nate <laughs> <laughs>been listening to he said she said where whether we actually got around to discussing any books or chatting with any bros or not we are now and always so glad you stopped by to listen we hope your time here cemented the truth found in the best book ever written and deepened your relationship with a friend who sticks closer than a brother thank you for pressing play thank you for making space we'll catch you next week same time same place